Hello, this episode is rated M.A. for mature discussions on adult anime titties. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the PlayCube Gamecast. I'm your host, Chase, and with me is a very special guest. Once again, back from the mystical state of Michigan. Close. Close. You were close. You want to take that one one more time? <laughs> you can only get so close to it. I mean, it's has to be like, what, up there by the Great Lakes? Yeah, so it's Wisconsin. It's all good. <laughs> ah, so close. Home of all beer and cheese. And it snows. Yeah, yeah, it's almost the same thing. Honestly, if you went to Detroit and Milwaukee, you probably wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. Damn. But well, yeah. thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on again, man. I really appreciate it. I know this um this particular game that we'll be talking about. We've kind of been going back on back and forth talking about it. And uh actually it was you that introduced me to this game. So I have all the blame, all the blame is on you at, at this point. I, I, and I, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. So don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. This is a game called Waifu Discovered Two Medieval Fantasy. And let's just start this off right now. I know you have no idea what, not you, Keith, but the listener, <laughs> you probably doesn't know what the word waifu is. And that's pretty much like an animu girl who you are so attracted to that you are considering marrying. But because you're not degenerates like us, you probably wouldn't know that. <laughs> right, you gotta what? Yeah, I mean, it's essentially just the, I guess, like the, yeah, anime term for wifing someone, essentially. Um, except it's specifically, yeah, related to just anime, because, I don't know, why wouldn't you want to marry a cartoon? I mean, you have the, what, the printed out body pillows, you have the little sculptures, you can just, oh god. Can you wife a body pillow? Listen, have you I ever mean, heard I'm, of I... a person called Mad Thad? No. Alright, that's probably for the best. Mm. So you're saying I shouldn't Google that? I'm just saying you should probably go incognito mode for that. Oh, well, it's too late. <laughs> Wait, Mad Thad? Mad Thad. The jazz musician? No. No. Google's giving me a very PG-rated return on my search. Well, okay. that's for another let's just time. Let's say that Mad Thad had a very unique video of mm. a relationship with a body pillow and a very sexual nature on Tumblr. Mm. Oh, it's a Tumblr thing. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense, actually. You know, I don't know what the laws are in my state, but I'm sure there's a state somewhere in the continental u.s where you can marry a body pillow listen that's probably accurate <laughs> i'm throwing some hard shade eyes at mississippi right now <laughs> i yet you know what i love mississippi you know I, i'm not if, if you know what body pillows a lot more acceptable than your cousins so if you get a body pillow with the image of your cousin on it's just extra weird <laughs> especially when you bring that to a family reunion but yes this is where do we even start we could talk about the developer it's called one hand free studio which is pretty much what you're going to be doing most of the time playing this game <laughs> yeah it, when you even just look up the developer and who made this game you know exactly what you're getting yourself into and might i add they're probably really sick of me basically harassing them on twitter if anybody who's listening to this episode right now and is coming from my show, everybody knows how much I harass the, the developers on Twitter and they keep liking all my stuff. So they just, they must not be bothered too much by it. But um, yeah, I mean, and I talked about this game on my game of the year episode. I think it was the, uh, it was definitely my most surprising game of the year. And I believe it was, 
I give it the award for being the most likely to end a relationship, uh, which is also very fitting. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, one hand free studios, they've, it seems like they've got a couple games uh, that they've developed so far. It just looks like there's only two games. It's this one plus the uh, prequel of one before that one. Oh, so did they not do hentai versus evil? Wasn't them? No, it's the same publisher, but oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, I know hentai versus evil got uh, kind of a bad rap uh, for some of its content, whereas this one, um, you know, has similar content to hentai versus evil, but it's not handled in like a poor, bad. poor manner. Yeah. So, all right. So the publisher is East Asia Soft. They're well known for pretty much dropping all the uh, questionably creepy games on the Switch. Yeah. From the aforementioned Hentai vs. Evil to stuff called 20 Wives and Plunderer's Adventurer. And let's just say almost any of the games are going to be rated M for Mature and it's not going to be for violence. Right. Yeah. I mean, this game, I mean, even though it's, it, it is a. Um... So I guess you should say what it is, but it's essentially a a shmup. Um, shoot 'em up, yeah, yeah, and but it's a naughty shoot 'em up, so it's like a strip 'em up, right? And the essentially that so the the basic plot, which is incredibly stupid, because um, you're we're really not playing this for the plot anyway, right? I mean, the plot is like a what one paragraph. You have an ant. You have an evil aging spell infecting the garments of eight beautiful <laughs> yeah. maidens. All right, and you are a ninja horse on a spaceship, zapping away these meme faces and skeletons and slimes, and collecting the crystals they drop. Right. So it's you essentially are like freeing the women from their cursed clothing, and I mean. I'll give the game this. At least the plot actually works. Yeah, it works for what the game is doing. You know, it, I mean, it as simple and corny as it is, it works for what's actually happening on screen. So, I mean, I give it that. You know, I mean, how else are you going to explain that you're just shooting off the clothes of these eight waifu maidens? Exactly. Right. And you don't want to get them all old and wrinkly and, you know, you got to save them, man. Get those clothes off. <laughs> so there's like three major modes. You have normal, which is your basic seven maidens. Then you have arcade mode, which offers the red demon succubus tempesta as the final level. Then finally, for some reason, you can break out the touchscreen and use one finger mode. So this is, I have not been able to unlock that. I've played in, I've beaten the game probably twice because initially when you start, you have a couple different modes to select from as far as how, essentially I guess how censored the game is. That makes yeah. sense. So you start out in censored mode, I believe, and then it goes to like, like somewhat uncensored where the, you know, the top half or whatever, you can see the anime titties uh, that's revealed. Uh, but then like there's a fully uncensored mode, which you have to unlock, which I didn't get that far. You can only get the fully uncensored mode in like the Europe versions only. Oh, really? Yeah. So it wouldn't even matter if I tried to get that far. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So and then like, one finger mode is now is that that's an entirely separate mode? Yeah. It's a uh, Is it unlocked from the beginning? Um, I think you have to go for like normal mode once or twice. Oh, okay. But yeah, you pretty much choose from one of two hot dog spaceships and you blast a questionable substance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I haven't I haven't dipped into one finger mode. Um, I I feel like I should have since that's kind of like the thing in the game, I suppose, you know? Uh, I mean, let's be real because you have one finger on the screen, one finger operating a shake weight, or just scrolling through the Bible trying to find the right verse. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah, there's only one reason why that mode exists. It's, um, I mean, it's because yeah. of the name. It's a one hand free studio. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I neither am going to support or, um, it's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, in a game like this, it, it makes sense. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say that it. it's it's the wave of the future, man. I mean, <laughs> they pulled off a mode that you want to talk about accessibility in video games. There's nothing like one finger mode, man. <laughs> just wait for this to come out to mobile, fully uncensored. You use that one finger mode. Yeah, I I don't know what it was about. Well, I heard you talk about it on your show. You kind of do like this. Um, what do you call it? You, you guys put out these episodes where you kind of do these, like eShop. Yeah, the eShop bashes. Yeah, the eShop bashes, and you had this on one of those. And I don't know what it was about the way you described this game, but I was like, this sounds. It sounds so ridiculous to be true. Like, it how is. does? How does Nintendo have this on their eShop? And then sure enough, I looked at it. I'm like, you know what? And it was only, I think it was on sale for like $5. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I'll spend $5 on this. And as far as the gameplay goes, it's pretty solid, man. The only thing I... It's easy to learn. And it's really addictive to try and go in and beat your score. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, you talked about you can pick a horse flying a spaceship, but there's a couple other characters too, that you can choose from. Um, I was typically the cat. What the uh, who's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other thing I appreciated is um, the, the old woman who basically runs the shop. Yeah. The one who's like, Hey, here's your mission. Hey, here's some gems in a, Spend these gems on uh sorry, spend these coins on some upgrades. Right, yeah. She essentially yeah, you essentially uh the most you interact with her is after you beat a level and then you then you go to upgrade your ship. And I do appreciate the little Resident Evil 4 nod every time every time you, you um see her. Yeah. I think she says, um Oh man, what does she say? I think she says something like, oh, what are you buying? Or something like that. Kind of in, like in the same cadence as the, the shopkeeper from Resident Evil 4. Oh, really? like, okay, all right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Huh. Speaking of Resident Evil, one of the uh, maidens kind of reminds me of uh, Lady Demestrescu. Oh, really? Demestrescu? Who was that? Which one? Ariella, the vampire one? The tall lady? Mm. Hmm. She has white marble skin, like a white dress, big puffy hat, and like vampire wings. I'm looking through all of them right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, these both came out around the same time. I'm sure it was... I mean, the backgrounds for the game uh, are essentially just very high-res JPEGs, if you want to call them that. So it couldn't be very hard to illustrate a, a background for this game and turnover has to be pretty quickly can't imagine I mean, there's a t- I mean they're very good but I don't want to like dismiss the backgrounds or anything they are drawn very well uh, but the turnaround must be pretty quick so it probably wasn't that hard for them to make something at the last second nah I mean when this came game out like what early April 2021 on Steam then before it finally came to the Switch in October I'm pretty sure they had plenty of time to see what was around like alright we're going to take that we're going to take that we're going to take that put it in this game Oh, I mean, and then, yeah, I mean, if you look around the advertising for Resident Evil 8, I mean, Lady Demotresque was everywhere. I mean, she was she was all over the advertising for that game. So it's like <laughs> the people ran with it, you know, it more or less kind of like Waifu Discover too. People wanted to wife her up. <laughs> and, Damn. So you can't get I was Sorry, saying, uh, even Capcom leaned leaned into all of that, you know. So, okay, yeah. Um, but, I've seen a lot of questionable art with Lady D of Resident Evil Eight. Oh, dude, you don't even you don't want to go down the Resident Evil 
the horny Resident Evil rabbit hole, dude. It's never ending. Yeah. Having talked about Resident Evil for so long on my show, um, little self promotion there. <laughs> I, dude, you don't want to know the things that I have seen. Resident Evil fans are probably the horniest fans in gaming. I mean, and that's not even accounting for people like Jill and Claire. Uh, even the dudes. And Leon. Even Leon, especially Chris. Um, are you yeah, telling man. me you don't want to be held by the buff arms of Chris Redfield? I don't know who else I would ever want to be held by. Maybe Nemesis. Nemesis is probably the only beefier thing in Resident Evil than Chris Redfield. <laughs> oh, Nemi, won't you just hold me in your arms and whisper stars in my ear? <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so back to this game. Right, yeah. So we already mentioned one maiden. You have pretty much just your uh, stereotypes for any medieval D&D fantasy game. You have a rogue. You have, like, an enchantress, a wizard, a witch, an elf, a knight, and a literal gold digger. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And for the finale... You have a demon red succubus with some red skin and blue hair. Now, what do you think about the bosses in particular? Because for oh me, I, th- I thought some of them were kind of annoying uh, just because they take so long. Uh, this game isn't particularly hard. Well, it can get hard, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> it's not very difficult. But I felt like some of the bosses are just... Mm, I guess they they may tried by patience, I guess, because some of them just took way too long. Some of them are complete bullet sponges, like the magic fingers, like the helmet yeah. guy. Because you could go in and want, if you really want to, and take care of his hands before you take care of his skull, but I swear those hands take more damage than his actual head. Yeah, the other one that I hated was the... Um, it's like a bomb. Yeah, the bombastic one where it just yeah. bounces up and around. Yeah. And then there was like the goblin to um which kind of acts as the same thing as the bomb. It's just like a lot of again, yeah, like you said, there a lot of them are bullet sponges. Um and so it just really kind of tested my patience. I didn't particularly like the bosses because it was just, you know, they all had almost um identical patterns in a lot of ways and wasn't as fun as playing the actual level. I do appreciate the punny names, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you got to have that. I'm looking at stuff like Bang Pier or Cuddy Perry. <laughs> okay. So, Cuddy Perry, right? Yeah. That is portmanteau of Katy Perry, right? Yeah. But why? Why not? I I just was like, well, that's random. Like, why? I haven't, I haven't thought about Katy Perry in like eight years. <laughs> you want to talk about random? What about Rock and Rolla? That's literally the Rock's face. Yeah, but like when I th- when I think of that, I mean, yeah, it is the Rock's face. But I Rock and Rolla, like I mean, Rock and Roll, it's generic enough. Katy or Cuddy Perry just seems way too specific. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, that's fair. But did you know that you can also unlock a ninth maiden? No, I didn't. So you told me this just before we started recording, and I'm like, wait, what? So, so you- apparently you have to do like a specific set, like you have to get four stars on one and like zero stars on the next one. Because you have to piss off the shopkeeper. The elderly grandma shopkeeper becomes a level. What the fuck? And this is where the de-aging spell comes together, because... When you make it through her level, she goes from an elderly lady to a young 20-something waifu maiden. Interesting. So she was like a former maiden then? I mean, I take it? everyone has to start somewhere, so yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I get, that also answers my question, because I was like, well, are you just undressing this grandma? Because I mean, somebody's into that, you know, <laughs> so... It's not me, but <laughs> listen, I combed for the screenshots on Steam, and there's two of them. 
One for the young maiden version and the other one for the elderly grandma version. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, listen, again, talking about accessibility in video games, there's something in here for everybody, right? (laughs) If you like Elf Girl, sure. If you like Lady D, sure. If you like Elderly, maybe. But we can't deny that this game is actually a fun game to play, especially co-op version. Yeah, I would have loved to play this game co-op. There's there's a lot going on on the screen. There's you know, you're supposed to be collecting these gems as you defeat enemies. And uh, it's kind of hard to clean up when there's so many projectiles coming at you, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. It's like I said, this game is incredibly fun to play. But it'd be nice to, you know, have an extra ship there or something and, um, you know, help clean up the gems. The only problem is that there's not enough uh, power ups and drops to help spread it out. Yeah. So if you're doing co-op mode, you have to fight over the coins and who gets the best upgrade or not. Mm, okay. So it kind of evens out like that in the worst way possible. And then at least, I mean, you're still getting help through the level, though. So either way, it's it works, I guess. It ends up working out. But The thing is the uh, online leaderboards... Yeah, I don't want anyone knowing I'm playing this game, so I'm like, no, turn it <laughs> off immediately. Yeah, I, yeah. every time I turned the game on and was like logging in or whatever, and it, the leaderboards came up, or it was like, do you want to go online? I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Am I a switch in airplane mode just to be safe? <laughs> oh, man, speaking of airplane mode, would you play this in public? Would you, Like, let's say you're on a trip, and... You got your switch on on you, and you're like, man, I would just want to play a really nice, decent shoot 'em up. Play some life you discovered too on on the bus or the airplane. Wouldn't play uncensored mode because they do have the fully censored mode, which is pretty much just everything covered in like blue or black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you could probably get in some public. real trouble if you're playing it on uncensored mode. <laughs> or you could just hold out hope and grab it, uh, grab a physical version from Europe. Because that comes fully uncensored. What are the chances of this coming out on uh, limited run games and they have like a huge, uh, you know, special deluxe edition coming out and they've got like a full body pillow of a grandma? God. <laughs> no, but the uh, actual physical version comes with nine gloss cards for all the maidens. Oh, so kind of like those cards you get in Vegas. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. One side's fully closed, the other side's more uncensored. Oh, you know what would have been cool? If it was like one of those, um, uh, what is the word I want to use? Um, I'm probably going to say it wrong, like lin- lenticular? Like those type of cards are the type of image where if you hold the card at a certain angle, it changes oh, into a about. different image? Yeah. Yeah. That 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 would have been cool if it was just like up. Oh, you just turn it and then up. Oh, she's naked. Oh, now she's got clothes on. Oh, she's naked. Uh, <laughs> well, check it out. <laughs> It'd be weird trying to hold it in bed and you're trying to look at it at an angle. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have a couple friends who play, I guess, games similar to these, and um, I just feel like the next step for the studio if they put out another one is to actually put out a peripheral of some sort to go with the game that's like the next logical conclusion i think wait so you're telling me you want a like a joystick attachment to your uh switch um not exactly but instead uh, of like a normal joystick it's more of a it's more penile shaped i mean i was thinking I mean, yeah, that you could do that if you want to talk about accessibility, you know, because I'm sure I'm sure girls play this game as well. Um, I was thinking more of something like, I don't know, like a power glove, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but you could really feel the power. Yeah, with HD rumble. <laughs> God, why is it so sticky? <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to have you don't want to give your friend that controller. <laughs> oh man. You also don't want to buy the third party ones for Mad Cats either. 
oh god, just break out the luminol and backlight and be like, oh god, why is it just <laughs> solid white? I mean, we're like, I mean, you, I don't know how you can't not make jokes like these when you talk about a game like this. Like they, they knew what they made, you know. <laughs> so it's right. Like, I don't know how you can take a game like this as serious because I definitely did it. I was just like, man, it's just a lot of fun to play, you know? Yeah. And people on Steam are loving it because 83% of the reviews are like, hey, this is a really good game. Go for it. Yeah. And I saw it because um, since I have been harassing the studio so much on Twitter, they did DM me and they're like, hey, if you have any like suggestions for improvements, here's like a link to uh, a Twitter thread that they had made because. They are thinking about making a sequel. And man, I mean, I I talk about video games a lot. I don't know anything about video games. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you would really improve. Um, I mean, overall, this game is a huge improvement of the first one. See, and I never played the first one. Is there really that big of a difference? Let's see. The upgrades are more random. And the art is more anime than this one. Because in this one, Waifu Discovered 2, the nipples are more realistic. <laughs> I know. It's hard, not to, it's hard not to laugh about something like that. The Waifu Uncovered, it's more of a, oh, hey, they just drew a circle there. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, it's like, yeah it seems like one of those things where it's just like, these fucking people don't even know what a, a titty looks like. <laughs> like how, how do you get that wrong? Okay, so the real big thing about this game is the we had Waifu Uncovered. Now it's Waifu Discovered. What's the third one going to be? Waifu Recovered? Um, hmm. Well, then is it, if it's Recovered, then it it's just a remake of the first game? I was thinking more of like, oh, hey, dears. It's like a recovering process, so it's more of like EMT, Nurses. Uh, yeah yeah maybe maybe could be like some famous uh nurses from video games uh try without trying to get a copyright lawsuit on them get like a the only thing i can think of right now is that chick from silent hill too oh yeah i was thinking like nurse joy or something (laughs) from pokemon you know what that'd be better (laughs) a little bit better yeah at least you can see the face Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, as far as like things that I would want to see improved, I guess just the bosses. Like I said, I just um, I just didn't like the bosses in this game. Besides for like the puns. Yeah, like the best parts were trying to dodge those giant meme-faced asteroids. Because those only happen like once every couple of levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those things take up a lot of a lot of screen real estate. He was like, I'm just trying to survive and break these rocks, but they have to divide up like five different times. Yeah, yeah. It's also the game's pretty forgiving, too, because there's some of the projectiles that you can move through that won't actually hurt you, which is also pretty nice. Yeah, some of the projectiles you can just destroy if your own bullets, too. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty forgiving in a lot of parts. It's just hard enough to be like, oh god, I have to do this all over again. Yeah, I didn't find myself having to restart very often. It does suck when the coins drop and you accidentally start shooting them because as you shoot the coin, if you do shoot the coins, they start losing value. Yeah. So that kind of sucks, but um, especially there's again so much stuff happening on screen. Um, there might be things in the way of the coins that you're trying to get to them. And the coins are still getting shot. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, maybe, you know, first, if they're doing a sequel, maybe figure out an easier way to upgrade the ship instead of using coins. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how you would fix this game other than add, like, more to it. Yeah, I mean, it it would just have to be some very subtle changes, I think. Yeah. Because it's, it's pretty good as is right now. And that's the thing. Like, people are going to take a look at this game. Like like I initially did and was like, what the hell is this? This looks like garbage. And then I played it. And I'm like, oh, no, this is actually really fun. 
<laughs> like it's legitimately a very good game. Is it cringy? Well, yeah, of sure, course. Yeah. I mean, look at the title of the game. Who made it? Yeah, you know what you're gonna get. Again, you know what you're getting with this game. So, uh, what you don't know is that you're getting a very competent shoot 'em up. Also, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, hey, don't judge a game by its anime titties. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot better comparison there. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure there's plenty of people who saw, look at the eShop, see the mature rating, and be like, oh, hey, there's nudity. Let me buy this game, see what's up. And if you're playing this game, you definitely know what's up. I, I, you know, it took me a second. I got there. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it. I see what you did there. <laughs> I mean, the game even does it itself for you because there's a full on gallery mode. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, unlocks the more, the further you get. You could unlock the full, the full package, really. Right. Right. And I, I thought that could use a little more feet. I dipped into it uh, a couple times to see if maybe I like more features unlock, but it's pretty bare bones. And I mean, I guess if you're going to actually use the gallery mode, um, you're probably not looking for a lot of features anyway, but uh, as somebody who's just kind of going through the game and kind of critiquing it, so to speak, uh, that mode doesn't really have a lot going for it. That is true. I mean, at best, you have like filters that turn to like sepia tone or black and white, or you can just change the amount of clothing on a character. Right. But it's pretty much there for the novelty of it. Be like, oh, hey, you unlock this. Oh, hey. Great, what am I going to do with this now? I mean, you're not going to put this on your TV, have a party, and be like, all right, just everyone just swipe through the gallery. <laughs> I mean, at specific parties, yeah, you know, the type of parties where, you know, you're putting the car keys in the bowl when you walk in the door. All right, Grandma, just go over there and take a drink. We have some Cayman Jacks. <laughs> See, this is a game that you only can play with your best friends or people you know really well. Yeah, people really have to know, I guess, your personality. Like, this is the type of stuff for me that's like, I I just like ridiculous stuff in video games. And this isn't so, this game isn't so heinously over the top like you would expect a game like this to be. Like, it's not, it's not disgusting and it's not like they portray the women in the game like poorly or anything like that you know so it's not like it doesn't make you feel dirty if that makes makes you feel sleazy exactly yeah like like i didn't feel guilty playing this game i was just kind of like laughing because i'm like this is ridiculous (laughs) but like some games out there that really just break out the sleaze right like oh god why yeah, there wasn't any time where I was just like, oh, I feel bad for playing this. Uh, would I like, again, would I feel like embarrassed? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would feel embarrassed if anybody found out I played this because I've talked about it so many times on my show and here I am talking about it on your show. So basically giving it the same praise as giving it anywhere else. Even though I was kind of trolling on twitter a little bit i uh i legitimately like enjoyed this game so like the only thing that i've ever felt very close to being embarrassed about this game was (laughs) when the oled switch came out and i uh this was one of my most recent games played at the time because it came out around the same time okay and so i went to my local gamestop which I haven't been to since ever since I moved over here. Mm-hmm. And this random guy behind the counter is like, oh, hey, you can just take your switch and you take your old switch and we'll do a full transfer to the OLED switch here. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I could do that. So I waited around in this GameStop for like 40 minutes waiting for all my stuff to transfer over. And one of the very first games. On that main home screen <laughs> was Waifu Discovered 2. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, that's a very interesting game. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Mind if I take your switch in the back and just, uh, you know, do some research? <laughs> you watched a shot for me. I don't yeah, know. that. Yeah, that. Yeah, I I would be like, just just ignore that. Just move the damn games over. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, has your significant other seen you play this game? Come on, Chase. What significant other? Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you. My fiance, yeah, she's seen me play this game on the TV, and she's like, no. I do not like it when you play those games. Quit playing these games. Oh, no. So this, this, I'm surprised this didn't make your um, most likely to end a relationship. <laughs> I think my choice for that option was uh, a lot more reasonable. <laughs> mm. yeah, as um, as somebody who's out, you know, on the dating market or whatever, I uh, if I'm having somebody at the house, they wouldn't even know I even own this game because I probably wouldn't even have most of my consoles out or anything like that or even give the person a whiff that i played as many video games as i do (laughs) yeah that's kind of hard for me to do because in the living room i have like switch ps5 gamecube all set up right there oh man i am ripping everything off the tv and like throwing it under the sink or something like (laughs) 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 yeah i mean i might keep the switch out because um well, this is this is gonna sound like I'm dunking on the Switch, but I mean it's kind of like the most generic console somebody could probably have in their house. It's a Nintendo console, so it's like everybody has a Switch. It's it's like the Wii. Everybody had a Wii in their house, so yeah, I'd probably keep the Switch out. God, I would never turn it on for fear that Wife You Discovered Two is still on the home screen somewhere <laughs> because I have played it pretty frequently. Uh. Like, let's play some Mario Kart. Like, uh, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> I mean, I have to do just go to the more game section, just scroll right past the waifu games and your Gal Gun games and your hentai versus evil just to find Mario Kart. <laughs> I mean, I could see, you know, if, um, you know, you did have a significant other, you're seeing somebody who's like really cool with this shit. Um, you know, you could. Drop into co-op, play a couple rounds, and, uh, you know, who knows? One thing might turn into another thing, and uh, you're not even playing the game anymore. So, you know, there's that. But, um, yeah, I mean, until I I find that uh, really awesome person, that's never going to (laughs) happen. So You're just like, all right, nobody needs to know this exists. This is just hiding. This is going away. I am definitely not getting the physical version of this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a physical person uh, as it is. I, I don't buy physical games. So, um, yeah, that's already never going to happen. Well, then you don't want to look at my uh, PayPal receipt right now, then. Oh, shit. Well, you're, yeah, you're more of a collector than, than I am. Uh, I just yeah. don't like having stuff. Just so that's like I said. If I'm having somebody over, that's just less stuff I have to hide from them. <laughs> I mean, all you really need is just like one strategically placed switch case on the counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, I guess it also doesn't help. I have a ton of like, you know, video game related books. as like art books and stuff about video game history and development and stuff like that. But at For least sure. that makes me look like I'm like a. Like I just study video games or something i don't know <laughs> would that make just make it worse on a visual appearance uh maybe That's i don't know like having the films like the uh rolls of film in a dark room but no cameras whatsoever yeah that's true or just have i mean Listen, people have weird hobbies, right? People play Wife You Discover 2 strictly in one finger mode. <laughs> so while operating shake weight, don't remind, don't forget. Like, exactly. Yeah. Never forget the shake weight. So I think this is a fun place to stop this conversation because we really can't really say any much more about this game. Yeah, it's pretty cut and dry as far as gameplay goes. It's it's incredibly simple, and that's not a bad thing. 
I mean, this game proves that boobs don't need to go ping, zap, or even flop. But they do go boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this whole naughty strip em up shoot em up genre may be new and taboo, but fuck it, let's go. I'm here for this new genre of games. Yeah, as far as, you know, again, I, I could kind of care less about the whole waifu aspect of it, but if the gameplay is still pretty solid, I mean, I'll be there for part. I mean, I joke about getting part three. I would actually buy waifu discovered three. If there was one, what do you mean? Like waifu recovered three recovered, whatever it happens <laughs> to be waifu dating sim. I don't know. There's enough of those out there. We don't need any more waifu dating sims. That would be more uh, base horse shooting ninjas. Okay, here's, I know we're trying to wrap this episode up, and I'm sorry. But what if they just keep going in a different direction, like a different genre direction for the next game? What if they change it from being a shoot 'em up to like a Metroidvania or something? So if you collect gear, would that be gear that's being added on or clothes being taken off? <laughs> I don't. That's a good question. I don't know how, again, I don't know anything about video games, so I wouldn't know how to make that work. But people out there, better than me at making video games, certainly could figure it out. What if Metroid started off like that? Like, you got off the ship and it's fully naked Samus. I mean, she may as well be, because most of the time you start out with, like, zero power-ups anyway. And over time, you just get, like, the artificial suits, or, as this case, like a t-shirt or a bikini... I mean, that's what you end up fully closed. I mean, that's kind of what Zero Suit Samus is, right? Yeah, but that's more of a, like the end of the game, though. Oh, I didn't play. I haven't played any of those games with the Zero Suit Samus. But anyway, sorry to diverge again. <laughs> I tend to do that a lot. I mean, I'm just over here now thinking about like, what if a sexy crossword puzzle or like a pick cross version of this? Oh God! Ooh, sexy mahjong. <laughs> Hey, I'm pretty sure there's a game called Pretty Girls Mahjong on the Switch right now. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there's a lot of like unreleased or like fan-made um like super old like NES and like Mega Drive games that were, that were never released anywhere else. I think one of the most famous ones is called Bubble Bath Babes and it's essentially um what is that game called? Um Bubble Bobble. Oh. oh, but instead of having cute dinosaurs, um, it's just like this naked woman laying in a bathtub. <laughs> so, the more bubbles you pop, the more you see. Um, it wasn't that. I mean, it, it's for the NES, so uh, hardware limitations. Um, it, it wasn't. It was essentially just this naked woman in a bubble bath. So, and it's set up like a bubble bobble essentially. So. It's just like a little puzzle, little puzzle shooter. Where are we going? I have, I have no idea. Now I'm just kind of thinking of the history of these types of games and kind of where they came from. Honestly, I feel like sites like Newgrounds in the early 2000s kind of made this type of game. I would, at, not that. Not that I would know personally, but I mean, sure, of course, wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> but I feel like Newgrounds was like littered with types of types of games like these, so I feel like really kind of had a renaissance there. But I might be wrong. Pretty sure, as long as there's been video games, there's been people looking to get that third hand in. <laughs> Player three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here now distracted. I'm thinking about Newgrounds. I'm thinking about all the questionable parodies on Newgrounds now. Yeah, there's something I'm cooking up uh, much later for my show that has to do with Newgrounds. So maybe that's just a rabbit hole I go down eventually. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it is interesting. I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's just that. I mean, games like these have been around since the 80s, you know, just uh, it's become more, which is great. It's become more acceptable as as time has gone on and they've gotten better. I mean, again, this is 
doesn't handle the material in a poor way. It's, you know, tasteful nudes, you know? <laughs> I'm just now picturing a scene of like some kid in the 60s playing Pong for the first time, and when the paddles go at the exact moment just right, you'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, two nipples. Dude, somebody, yeah, somebody got horny playing Pong. I guarantee it. Like, these paddles go up and down, up and down. I mean, then you had Miss Pac-Man. And what are you doing there, you know? It's that bow tie that really ties it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Bow tie fetish. There's probably a lot of kids out there that would see, like, a yellow dot, and it would just trigger them. <laughs> just... Like, oh, God. Oh, oh God, not again. <laughs> I-, I feel like I've pretty much said everything I-, I could about Waifu Discovered, too. I just think it's a neat little game. And that's it. That's all we have for it. It's a fun game. Despite the content matter itself, the gameplay is actually addictive. And yeah, it's like, like on sale for right now for like five, six dollars. So you're not missing out by playing it. Yeah, right. I just uh yeah, we we've been talking about you can get it on the Switch, you can get it on Steam. Yeah, it's I bought it for relatively cheap. It's a good game for for what you're paying for. So I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna pay like sixty dollars for Resident Evil eight. Just so you can get your uh, vampire and milf fetish going on. Or you can get this game for $6 and actually have that exact same person <laughs> with no clothes. I mean, but Lady Lady D, really, I mean, you know, I, I've never had a fear boner before, but it really is just like every time I was running away from her, I'm like, damn, girl, you thick. But also, I, I did not want to mess with her at all. <laughs> I mean, I too appreciate a lady who could take the stairs three steps at a time. <laughs> or shove you shove you straight into the ground and have you fall seven stories to the basement. Damn, that's a tough ride. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alright, so this would be a fun place to c- cut this right here in the bud. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. It was fun. It was fun talking. Finally, getting to talk about this game uh, with somebody who else who uh, understands the the finer things in video games. <laughs> All right. So, Keith, where are you from? What's your podcast? Uh, so, if you are listening to Play Cube Gamecast, you obviously are able to listen to podcasts. So, on whatever app you are using, uh, you can just type in the search bar. The main quest podcast. I'm pretty much available everywhere. And uh, as far as my show goes, uh, it's essentially just a retro gaming podcast where I'm covering all the games that I grew up with and I'm trying to see if they still hold up today. And it might sound like my podcast is a nostalgia podcast. There's some of that in there, but uh, it really, it really isn't. A nostalgia podcast. It is more or less very much me talking about the state of the game in our modern times. Um, so yeah, you can pretty much find that on uh, any podcast app, as far as I know. And if it's not, uh, you can always shoot me an email at mainquestpod at gmail dot com or find me on Instagram at the main quest. And I do appreciate your current series on the Resident Evil game. I was listening to Resident Evil Zero just a couple days ago. And what Res- I was listening to Resident Evil Zero and one back to back. That's probably what it was. But I don't appreciate the Texas strippers being the cowboy set up. The cowboy get up for Rebecca being the Texas strippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a joke I made? It is. I'm like, oh, oh my god, I, don't I have know. to save it for later. <laughs> Listen, man, I've never well, I've been to Texas once, never to a strip club though, but it was the weirdest switch in a character's outfit that I've ever seen in a game before. I mean, but thanks for listening, Evil man. Been known for the questionable outfit changes. It was it was because in Resident Evil Zero, she's dressed like a professional like medic. Yeah. And then Going from that to Resident Evil 1, where she's, I don't know, it looked like she raided a cowboy's closet and like wore like, it's not assless chaps, it should be since it is a Resident Evil game, but she's got like these boots on and like, 
this weird vest with all these flowers on. I, I don't know. It's really fucking weird. But thanks for listening. Yeah, I, I'm also doing a side series on the Resident Evil games where I talk about the lore of those games. And uh, I, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly at the finish line. Um, so it's I've been covering those for a very long time. So this was Chase with the PlayCube Gamecast. You can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Getter, whatever. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can like us, rate us, review us, wherever. And if you liked Keith, you should definitely go check out his show. Yeah, thank yeah, and again, thanks for having me on again, man. It's it's always a good time when uh when we get together and, and talk about games. And you're gonna be I mean, Chase has been on um is on my Metroid episode last year, and uh as far as I know, you will be returning along with Samus for the Game Boy game. Samus Returns, so or is it Samus Returns or is it just Metroid 2? Samus Returns is the sequel or the the remake, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, well, same thing. Same difference. <laughs> I wish it was the remake. It'd be a lot more fun. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet, but yeah, I, I'm sure it's going to be a great episode. So, yeah, thanks for having me on again, man. I really appreciate it. Anytime. All right. That's it. Have a good night. So long. Farewell. Goodbye. See ya.